Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today is going to be such a super fun chat. I've invited three beautiful business ladies who are the part of the alumni of the Elevated program, and I've invited them onto the podcast to share with me more about the changes that they've made in their business since doing the money mindset work through elevating themselves through the Elevated program. And they're going to share all of their insights and the wisdom and the breakthroughs that they've had over the nine week program that is my Elevated program. These three beautiful ladies are incredible women in business at different stages of business as well, and I want to share with you a little bit about them and then they can introduce themselves. So first up, we have Christy Babbage, who is the creative director from Dented Diva. Christy started Dented Diva back in 2018 as a distraction from her stressful corporate job and she has built a thriving multi six-figure business. As the creative director, Christy designs and makes acrylic earrings that have been featured on earlobes of celebrities on MasterChef, The Project, and The Bachelorette, along with a segment on the Today Show back in March, featuring her commitment to donating to charities via her Poppy collection. After such success, Christy left her corporate job to pursue Dented Diva full-time, and three and a half years on, she has now doubled her growth year-on-year, turning over more than $400,000 in 2021. And then we have the beautiful Danny V. Danny V is a speaker, author, and mind-body mentor who empowers ambitious women to move from body consciousness to body confidence so they can show up and level up with unstoppable confidence in their business and life. She's a certified fitness and nutrition coach, NLP practitioner, and women's health specialist. Also the winner of Ozmumpreneur 2021 Gold for Wellness and Wellbeing and a finalist for Coach of the Year and Fitness Nutrition in 2022. Danny has run her MyFitTribe business for over 14 years with a loyal and motivated community of over a thousand women who want to feel confident and strong in their mind and body. And then we have the beautiful Jessie. Jessie is a social media strategist, guru, and queen, and the founder and CEO of Oh Hello Social Co., which is a marketing and social media agency. Jessie helps business owners get clarity on their marketing strategy and advises them on how they can utilize social media to increase sales and brand awareness. She's built a loyal community organically, and she has a degree in business marketing, a graduate certificate in digital marketing, and she's worked in the industry for various marketing agencies and is a freelancer for more than five years. And through the last round of Elevated, she took the leap and went all in on her business and she's going to share with you all the breakthroughs that she's had along the way. So let me introduce you to the beautiful ladies, Danny, Christy, and Jesse. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. I am so excited for this conversation. It's going to be so fun with three of my most favorite people in the world. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And so before we dive in and talk about Elevated and about money and about business and all the fun stuff, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. So just to kick it off, I'd love for you to share your name and what you do as a business. So Danny, do you want to get started? Sure. Hi, I'm Danny V, and I help ambitious women step away from body consciousness into body confidence and um, just stepping out and being seen. Amazing. Awesome. Christy? Hello, 
I am Christy and I am the creative director and owner of Dented Diva International Acrylic Earring Company. Amazing. So good to have you here. And Jessie. Hey, I'm Jessie. Um, I have a business called Oh Hello Social Co. And I do think all things social media and marketing strategy. Amazing. So needed. My goodness. It's one of the biggest challenges that we have. Hey, so three incredible businesses and very different businesses too, as well. Like we have coaching, we have product-based businesses. So I wanted to give you a feel for the type of women that have been, have joined my programs before. And we were going to talk all about what you got out of being a part of the last round of Elevated. So you were part of the last round, which happened in February, 2022. And to kick things off, I'd love for you to share what was happening for you in your business and what made you want to join this type of program? Uh, Danny, do you want to kick it off? Sure thing. So when I joined Elevated, I was really feeling like I kept hitting a glass ceiling and was really stuck in my business. And I wanted to uh, really work on the things that were keeping me stuck. And I knew it wasn't like what I was doing in the business. So the strategies and things like that, I really wanted to work on the mindset behind that. And um, that was a really big thing of Elevated that attracted me. Amazing. And what was your fave part? Oh, my favorite part would have been, uh, actually, now that I've said the strategies, would be getting to know your numbers because it made me realize doing the mindset work is I avoided actually knowing it. Right. Isn't that funny? And it's yeah. like yeah. work on the mindset that you felt confident in order to look at it and not make it mean something terrible or horrific about your business. Yeah. Yeah. And just having the cash flow and knowing, you know, knowing your budget and all of that type of thing and setting goals. It's yeah, it's really exciting now. Amazing. Awesome. Christy, do you want to share why you decided to join? Well, the reason I joined Elevated was because I myself was feeling extremely low. I had no self-confidence and I felt like everything attached to that my self-confidence was business related. So I couldn't separate my business and I couldn't separate myself. And I was spiraling out of control, comparing myself to other people and really not focusing on my money, my business and my direction. So I think I needed a little bit of guidance to help get my mojo back and um, yeah, bring Denta Diva back to where it needed to be. Amazing. Amazing. And I love that you're aware of it. I think it's really key that we are understanding like, okay, so something has to change, right? Like you recognize that this wasn't working. Something's got to change. So what do you feel like was the best thing that happened for you for Elevated? Oh my God, there's more than one. <laughs> there's so many. Um, look, to be honest, I learned how to love money again, how to appreciate it, how to nurture it, how to just how to manage it and really look after it. I think it's something that people forget to do. We just kind of push it to the side. We don't want to know about it. We push it down and then it ends up controlling us, I think. So um, definitely managing the money and, yeah, I think strategizing with money as well and knowing that, you know, just let go a little bit and everything will come as it needs to come. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you're so right. Like I feel like we do separate it, especially if we've got fear around it or we feel like when we do look at it, it creates – an emotional reaction that doesn't feel good, right? It feels painful that we can often just avoid it, which then makes the problem even bigger and makes it worse. And that's the biggest thing, right? Money loves to be managed. I think that's what I loved sharing about so much about the program is around, is around changing that relationship with money and changing how you feel about it, which then changes your action towards it. And so does managing money feel different for you now? Oh, a hundred percent. I I feel so, I don't know, so in control, if that makes sense. And I feel like it's really given me direction and it's empowered me. Like it's given me back that empowerment, which everybody wants. So <laughs> yeah. Love it. You're so right. Cause it just, it can be 
such a crutch in so much of so many of our businesses that we avoid it and that it actually can be fun like it can be exciting and it can be fun it can be a huge team member that supports your growth of your business rather it be this thing that you just avoid and want to put into a closet and not think about <laughs> especially when you get paid yeah <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, tell us, tell us more. Tell us more. What was made you join Elevated, and what did you get out of it? Yeah, um, I think I was at a point in my business uh, similar to Danny, where I felt like I kept hitting like this glass ceiling without even realizing. Like I was charging, I couldn't go over a certain amount of money for some reason. Um, I feel like I'd never thought of myself as bad with money. Like I've always been pretty good in the sense of like, I'll be careful. I always like be aware of what I earn and what I spend and all of that. But, um, I think I saw some of your, I went to a masterclass and like some of the things you were saying just really resonated with me about like imposter syndrome and things like that. And I think for me, although the money things really helped and I realized I did actually have some blockages around money that I didn't even realize, um, more so about the charging your worth, but, the mindset stuff, I think it's just things you, you know, like I always thought I don't necessarily have mindset issues, like huge issues, like traumas or anything like that, but it's little tips and hacks that you're like, you don't even realize you could improve. So yeah, for me, I think all of that was really vital. And I was like, oh yeah, this just is what I need. I wasn't sure if I needed like business, a business coach that was just logical. And then when I saw your stuff, I was like, no, I think I need that. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I think that what was really interesting, I feel through your journey with the program is that I I remember you reaching out to me, like maybe three weeks in and you were like, okay, when are we going to get to the strategy stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I totally get it. You do need the strategy but we need to be prepared to be open to the strategy, right? There was like, we need to actually work on the mindset piece first for you to elevate and for you to grow in that next phase of business. And you're right. It doesn't mean that you have to have traumas or you don't have to have a bad relationship with money from the past. And you didn't necessarily have like a lot of huge blocks, but it was actually about creating a new headspace around money for the future. Wasn't it? It was about actually where you wanted to go with it. Yeah. Like I think um, a lot of people that were in the course had a lot of, um, long-term issues and like, no, no offense guys, but I was probably one of the youngest ones. Like there was older women, no, no offense. I know that's a trigger. Oh, <laughs> there was a lot of boomers, Christy. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, that's just your tech skills. <laughs> no, but there was older, <laughs> there was older women who had like years more of experience and like even, you know, different parents in different generations that grew up being more money conscious and, I think that was a difference as well. Like I didn't grow, I didn't have years and years of like that stuff. Like I've never had a mortgage. Um, I've never been married or had to worry about that. I was, I'm lucky enough to have lived with my parents when I needed to. And so I've never had those like real life money issues, if that makes sense. So yeah, for me, it was like those first few weeks, I was like, oh, this is really cool that everyone's having these breakthroughs, but like, am I in the right place here? And then as we started getting into the mindset, I was like, yes. And like, the story still helped me. It just wasn't like, huh, I'm not having a breakthrough. Is there something wrong with me or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I remember saying to you, don't worry, babe, you're going to have your breakthroughs. <laughs> yeah. 
I was so worried. I was like, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong place. Like, I don't know. Am I meant to be crying? Because everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just highlight that. I want to just say something about that because I feel like sometimes like with a coaching container, it can feel like you have to bring all of your baggage to it. You do not have to do that with this program. This is about elevation in your business. And yes, you may cry, but that's not a bad thing. You get to have those breakthroughs. And it is a brave space where you can come and actually look at some of these things because like I think the other key piece that came through for you, Jesse, is like the questions that I asked you to look at your business is like some of the things that you actually take your own clients through and that you realized you hadn't actually yeah. done yourself. <laughs> oh, literally. And I always say that about you, like, and, a, and like a good coach is someone who doesn't give you like, hey, you need to do this, this and this. It's someone who asks you the right questions that you then think of answers that were already in your head, but needed to be like dug out and you needed to be asked those questions. And yeah, it was little things for me, like even the zone of genius versus, you know, it's like things that you're really good at and you love versus things that you can do, but don't love like that whole thing changed my mindset. And then, yeah, like the strategy stuff, like customer journey. I'm like, wow, I, I, yeah, I do this for my clients. I, I literally do their whole target market, but I've never sat down and done it for my own business. So it's crazy to not have done that. Yeah. And I think, you know, signing up for something like this allows you that space, like gives you that intention and gives you the space to actually work on your business. Otherwise you just keep doing what what you're doing, right? Like you just keep doing the same thing day in, day out. Yeah. One of the things you said really um, has stuck with me is the don't just work in your business, make sure you're working on your business. And I wasn't doing that and I'm still working on it, but it's something that I'm every day. I'm like, I need to, need to make sure I'm doing that. Yeah. Got it. It's a work in progress for sure. So I love that. Is there any other major breakthroughs that you feel like you had through the program, Jesse? Um, I think just even recently I've lost a few clients in the last month and old me before the course would have been like panicking. Like, um, I just have signed up for a mortgage. So I'm like, oh my God, like I, you know, I should have been stressed, but I literally just looked at it and was like, those clients really weren't serving me anyway. So it's actually kind of a blessing. And I know that better clients will come through and I know that the money will come. So I'm like looking at this kind of bank at my bank being like, it's fine. It'll work out. And that's, that's a huge breakthrough that I had without realizing. It's not like it was at the time I was like, Oh my God, this breakthrough. It was like after the fact and realizing like old me never would have thought about that. I love that. You're not dropping back into scarcity. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Amazing. Christy, do you want to share what are some of the biggest breakthroughs that you've had through the program? Now that Jesse's finished hogging the airwaves, sure. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> what are you, Gen Y? I don't even know. Gen Y, X, Z, K. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, over to the boomer now. <laughs> Please. Now I forgot the question. Biggest breakthroughs. Um, is that what it was, Christy? <laughs> Oh God, I don't even know where to start to be brutally honest. I think I needed a complete life overhaul when um, <laughs> when I started the course. So I think for me though, being a product business and in such an industry that's so heavily saturated as well, like during COVID, a lot of people decided to start making acrylic earrings. And I was so focused on competition rather than being focused on my own business and giving the energy of money to my own business, being worried about other people that... I didn't realize I was taking all that away from myself and from my business as such. So I think 
like Jesse mentioned before, learning to work on your own business is so important. You can give all the advice in the world to other people, but you really need to focus at the end of the day on what it is you want and the goal setting. And when it came to product pricing, it was something that I was living in scarcity mode with. I was so worried about all the other competitors in the industry, what they were charging for earrings and what they were providing instead of what it was that I should be really aiming towards and working for. So I increased my pricing during um, the course and it's the best thing I've ever done. I, I have not looked back. My customers are, you know, they're, they're so impressed with the product they get at the end of the day and the service and the quality and all that sort of stuff. So really having that confidence to to do that, I think is such a huge thing because so many women, oh, sorry, so many people in business don't do that. <laughs> That's so true. And I think that sometimes we just don't see our own value. And if we're just looking at the market of what's out there and comparing ourselves, we're just going to be basing it on price. And I think that you know, one of the key things that I take you through in the program is understanding that if you are always comparing on price, people will compare and value you on price, right? That's, which is pointless. You've got to be looking at the value that you create and you've got to look at the actual outcome or result that you're creating for your customer. That's, really tapping into that value right and i think that it's disconnecting as well your own worth and your own value it's not what who you are and what you are oh sorry your own value it's actually about what it gives what the customer has right what they actually get from the product and i think that it's also helped you even tap into your own originality as well would you say oh definitely i think if you're so busy looking at other people and what they're doing you're going to create the same kind of stuff you know there's going to be no variety so they'll be thinking well why would I want to pay $70 for a set of earrings when I can go over here and pay $35 and then then people you know look at it and think oh well they're only 35 so they must be pretty shitty where now they look at the price and they actually go oh that you know they must be good because they've got that value attached to it so um and yeah the individuality thing definitely I've definitely come out of my shell it's always been there but now that I have that confidence and I was empowered and I feel empowered with my money and my business then yeah I'm definitely me and I feel like I now radiate this energy where people are like damn she needs business I ain't gonna touch with her like you know I had a lot of trouble with with uh, I don't know how you'd say it but with the industry and other people being jealous of that I guess so now I've just really honed in on it and have I don't know, use it to my advantage, I guess. I love that. And I think that people don't really often make the correlation between scarcity and comparison, right? Like when we're so worried about competition and comparing ourselves to other people, it's actually stems from a lack mindset. And we don't realize that we're doubting our own value because we're looking at others to find other value, right? And I think that when you start to look at that and go, well, hang on a minute, there is plenty of customers out there right? There is plenty of people spending money and that if we're just going, well, I've got to start doing what everyone else is doing or keep doing what everyone else is doing, you stay in the scarcity headspace. And so by shifting out of that, you're like, well, actually, there's enough people out there that are willing to spend money on things that they value and that they see quality in, right? There is not a a shortage of people out there wanting to buy BMWs, right? There's not like there's actually a car shortage. There's enough buyers, there's enough demand and not enough cars. And so and I think that, you know, if we're recognizing where we're keeping ourselves at a certain market level based on the price, right? It's one of the other key things that I think that was really highlighted for a lot of people in the group that that were like, well, hang on a minute, I'm pricing myself at this lower range. So I'm attracting the customer that doesn't actually value what I do. And I've I've found that I found my customer base has uh, shifted, you know, I I feel like I, there was a photo that came through from a customer the other day and this lady was dressed in Louis Vuitton shoes and a handbag and she had chosen to purchase my earrings. So to me, that was just like this light bulb moment of, wow, you know, she has 
great taste and if she's spending on Louis Vuitton and now she's buying my earrings that really means that she sees my earrings as this luxury you know this beautiful quality item rather than people that would purchase it at lower rate and there were so many bizarre emails and different attitudes that would come through that way now I don't get that anymore it's just I don't know something's just moved yes that's so good christy i honestly love that like you just because you're actually vibing like your vibration is at a whole other frequency that when you're staying in that scarcity headspace and you're in that vibration of scarcity you attract more people who are in that who then nitpick or don't value what you do and don't want to spend the money and they you know request refunds or they're looking for like very little for very little like or they're looking for too much for very little and it's for so sure. like you just start to shift out of that vibration you no longer attract that which is just epic. Yeah. i'm so happy to hear that yeah thank you <laughs> awesome okay danny do you want to share what are some of the breakthroughs that you had yeah so i think i'm very similar like i raised my prices um, with clients I'd had for a long time and I've been afraid to ra raise the prices because oh my goodness what if they leave me and and I and I'd been holding that price for well it'd been three years now and I just sent out an email saying this is what's happening and this is what I'm doing and nobody had a, a problem with it whatsoever so it was just like the light bulb moment of of actually you know charging my worth which was a huge thing and now just like uh, Christy was saying, that like the bringing in the the valued clients because I'm getting the clients now that I'm even showing up as a better coach because they value what I do instead of you know them going I want to get the cheapest rate because I'm not the cheapest coach out there. Exactly right, and yeah. you've got to value what you do for other people to value what you do, right? And I think yeah, absolutely. So showing through the customers you're attracting now, it's awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting that high level sort of entrepreneurial woman, which is just what I want to serve. Yeah, amazing. And I think yeah. it goes to show that you were undercharging for having no one to even say anything about the price <laughs> increase. Yeah. Right? They, you, they knew that they were on a good wicket. They knew they were getting some good value. Yeah, exactly. They were like, almost like, oh, I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> you really should be charging more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was such a good feeling, especially because, you know, you start getting worried about like the financial state of the company country is in and things like that and then when you raise the prices and they don't even question it you know you wish you did it sooner yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> totally uh I'd love to know uh with all of you as well so what do you feel what's one thing that maybe you've continued to do that you recognize that maybe you learned in the program that you're starting to you implemented in your business and you've continued to use or something that you've changed since the program that you've maintained Danny do you want to go first yeah, I'll go first. So I think one of the things that I've continued to do is really know my numbers. So I, I'm watching, I watch my bank account every day now and I, and I really find it exciting. And, and, and the thing that I've really implemented is when I'm doing that is that I get into a really high vibe mindset before I look at the bank account. And it makes such a big difference to, you know, looking at the, being grateful for the money and being, being, um, seeing that as a relationship. And it's really helped me get that different relationship and, and know where my money's going and, and know how to attract it better if there isn't what I want in there. Love it. So good. So mm. good, Danny. Christy. Yeah. Um, probably should have touched on it before, but I think it's knowing that I don't need, one of the biggest things, I don't need to work hard to earn money. For me, coming from a farming family, I feel like it's something that's ingrained genetically in, in us and I've learned that behaviour from my parents. I've always seen them work hard and that's how they get their money and they've brought that into 
you know, into me growing up as a child and all my behaviors. But now I really just take the time for me and I don't feel bad about it. I know that the business is going to survive. I remember when I entered the program, I was exhausted. I was burnt out mentally, physically, emotionally, and that would have been flowing through into my business. Now I feel like everything's together. The business can take care of itself. I schedule in a massage once a week or a fortnight. I pamper myself when I want to. I sit on the couch if I want to spend a day in my PJs if I want to. And it's something that I've definitely continued doing. Like for me, that just has given me, I don't know, I can't even explain it. Just so much like I'm just this feeling of freedom. <laughs> and I'm not, it's something I'm not going to stop to. And I think it's also taught me to manage my business differently too. Like I don't have to physically do everything. I've learned to outsource what I need to outsource to, you know, to, to bring that income in as well. And that's the beauty of having a better relationship with money. It's like, instead of looking at money of like, oh my God, I've got to go, this is the, the cost of things, right? It's like, I've got to go spend this money. It's actually like the joy of like, oh, I can actually spend this money by outsourcing it and go and enjoy my life. Like, why else do we get into business? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like I promised myself when I started this business that, you know, after leaving the military and the corporate world, that this would be chill. Like this would be good for us. It'll be time out when in actual fact, it was almost the opposite. And I was just burning the candle at both ends constantly and not, you know, living. And I think so many small business owners do it. They just feel like they need to be constantly working to keep the, keep the wheels turning, which it's not true. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's that scarcity behavior that we're constantly go, go, go running after it because of that belief system, right. And shifting that belief system for so many people, because it's one of mine that I've definitely shifted as well, that I was constantly in a, in a cycle of feast and famine with my business. And also that every time that I wasn't working hard, like that's where that guilt comes in, right? Like I was literally like, if I was getting paid or money would come through, maybe an online sale would come through. I would feel undeserving of it. And I'd be like, oh, I have to go work now this afternoon to feel like it's worth, I'm worthy of receiving it. And so shifting that can be massive, be massive. And it's like this relief, like you just said, it's like that freedom and the joy of actually just experiencing that relief and freedom in your business again. Yeah, for sure. And I think another, something else I was going to say is it's given me time. It's free. It's given me time to then do the creative director side of the business stuff. And that is managing my own, managing the business money. So I now sit down once a week and I look at the accounts and I, you know, look at the bills and I have, not a spreadsheet, but I have a running list of, okay, what's due, what needs to be paid? Where are we forecasting money? Where once upon a time, the bank account used to just do its own thing. I'd have no idea where now I feel definitely more in control because I've got the time to do that. I'm making the time to do that. Yeah. I remember you looking, cause we do like you break it down with your burn rate and your thrive rate and you were, what it, I think it was something around, like you said, how you hadn't realized what that even was for your business yeah. for so long. Like you've been in business a few years now and yeah. didn't realize that what it actually would take to thrive. No, when, when now, you know, I'm looking at my profit and loss all the time, looking at goal setting, looking at, okay, what do we need to be doing here to achieve this here? Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely open my eyes. <laughs> Love it. And I just want to point out as well for those listening that, this is actually more about the relationship with your money, less about the accounting side, I guess, is like what I want to point out is that that relationship with money, when you manage money, more money comes in because it allows you to actually receive it in a way that it, it's getting taken care of. And even like, I know you, you were doing it, there was this element of like, you realized that money had been going out in places that you had not realized or that you'd lost money in certain areas. And you're like, oh my God, like if I hadn't have done this, I wouldn't have realized that I'd overpaid this or this bill was outstanding that hadn't been paid to me. Like all these different things had come in, come into of like that relationship with money needed to shift in order for money to feel 
like it could trust you, right? Like being able to come to you and spend time with you. Yeah, definitely. You I also can go. All right. <laughs> We did that thing. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say, you also are like making room for more money because when you're looking at all the money stuff, you're like, oh, wow, I've actually made quite a bit. Oh, it would be nice to make a bit more actually. Or like, oh, if I made a bit more, I could do this. And like, then you start to think bigger and you're like, you're making room for it and you're inviting it in more. Love it. You're speaking my language, Jesse. It's so good. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, do you want, want Jesse to take over the podcast or? <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, guys. You've got a very podcast voice. I do like it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, Krista, did you want to add anything to that that you were saying? Uh, I was just going to say, and now it's actually giving me the confidence when I'm looking at managing my money to go, hang on a minute, those people over here aren't really serving me. They're not really giving me bang for my buck. And just because I've been with them for a few years doesn't mean I need to keep them hanging around. And I've really reevaluated my entire circle, you know, like social media manager, marketing, graphic designers, bookkeepers, people that I thought were actually doing something amazing for me were probably making me feel heavier and exhausted and just, I don't know, but everything's changed and it's been for the better. So definitely happy. (laughs) So good, Christy. So good to hear. And Jesse, what are some of the things that you've implemented or continue to do? Yeah, I was literally like scribbling notes as like Danny and Christy were talking because I was like, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, that. Because I think um, what's really good is like, you know, if you do a course like this, it's like you don't necessarily instantly think, what did I learn? Because it's already Mm -hmm. integrated into your life. And I was thinking like, oh, like I do a budget spreadsheet every month and I fill it in as I go, like I've spent this here, I've spent this here and I have like, um, you know, my income, my predicted income and everything. And I go in like three times a month and like adjusted. And then I pay all my bills at the end and like, it's all really organized. But I actually looking back on my, oh no, I set that up after this course because we had those money chats. And I was like, I thought I was quite onto it of what I'm spending and where it's going. But when I actually looked, I was like, oh, hang on, I've got that subscription and that subscription. And I haven't actually been putting money away for that because my business isn't very big on the overhead. So you know, whereas like Christy, I'm sure you have a lot of um, like overheads for all different things being a product-based business. But for me, it's mostly just some subscriptions and things like that. And since I've invested more in overhead things, well, again, it's more subscription stuff, but like a good accountant and I'm GST registered now and I'm investing in a website and I paid uh, a graphic designer for a rebrand, like all these things. And I'm like, I can afford that because I've put money aside and you know, I know all my other bills are covered. So definitely that. Um, And also the zone of genius thing I was saying, like, I'm definitely just so much more aware of that. Like I, when I'm working, I'm thinking like, you know, I've been getting a bit bored and a bit like unaligned. And I feel like I'm constantly thinking like, oh, well, is it in my zone of genius or is it just something I know I can do? I can't remember all the zones, but it wasn't my zone of genius. That's the main one. I'm always like, Zone of genius, genius. yeah. (laughs) But that's what you should be focused on, right? Like, so the other one, I guess, is where we spend some of our time is our zone of excellence, where we often are getting paid to do something in that in that as a skill because we are good at it necessarily, but it doesn't light us up. And so we've just got to be conscious of that. And I I feel like I take I take you through that in the program because I feel like it's so important you create a sustainable business that you love doing what you're doing because otherwise mm-hmm. you'll end up just burning out and giving up or quitting, right? Because you'll yeah. end up doing things that like, yeah, you can do, but 
it's kind of like, ugh, I don't know if I really want to be doing that all day, every day. So creating that sustainable business, I feel like is super important. And I feel like it's also like all of those key pieces, like all that you just mentioned are some of the amazing strategies that you need to put in place, not only to manage your money, but for you to feel confident in your business, right? Like to be able to, to take mm. that next step and to invest in yourself is huge. And so now that you've actually taken that experience and then implemented it into other areas of your business, Jesse is so powerful. And that's how you continue to grow, which is just awesome to see. Yeah. And I think that's where I was stuck before this. So that's great. Like I've gotten out of it what I needed to get out of it without even necessarily realizing it's like a subconscious thing that's just integrated into my life, which has been awesome. Love it. So good. And I'd love for you to share as well, because I know that we've spoken about it a few times about your ability to then increase your prices and you, from the program, you were able to then start charging your worth and to see some really amazing results. Could you mind sharing some of those? Yeah, of course. I think for me, actually, it's more about the value thing going back to that. And something you said that really stayed with me as well, the list goes on. <laughs> I should have just like a Christine said this like notebook or something. Yeah, like on a, on a on framed <laughs> um, was about how like, although yeah, we it's you struggle to see your value. It's more about like something that's easy for you isn't easy for other people. And so for me, like I'm always thinking, oh, well, like, you know, I could share a strategy about um, hashtags or like creating your ideal client or something like that. But to me, it's in, it's an easy task. So I never think it would be valuable. So it was really reframing that. And then the stuff about not charging for your time, charging for your value. So I had to reassess like, what value do I, do I give? What impact do I have both tangibly and like the point of taking time off of a business owner's plate and like, you know, giving them ideas for things that then make them money elsewhere. It's not just about, you know, if I do social media, it's not just about how many likes did they get on a reel. So I really repositioned that. And I went from charging like 850 to charging up to two grand for some people. And I just included more value in it and like really realized what I could add. Um, and, you know, obviously I don't do the same things for the 850 and the two grand. I just added so much more that does light me up. And yeah, it was just such a big change and it was scary, but so, so worth it. Mm, amazing. Amazing. So good. And I feel like one of those key pieces, like you just mentioned, is being able to communicate that value to others. So then they see the, the point of investing in this, right? Like, I think that that's what is such a missing piece for so many people is that they know what they do but they, they really struggle to actually communicate the value in order for people to spend the money, right? So whether you want to have high yeah. ticket offers or not, no matter what, like people are being much more discerning with how they're spending their money. So we need to be really clear on the value that you do create. And it's not necessarily about those likes. It's actually the long-term impact that you're creating in their business, right? Yeah. And I think a great way to do that is to actually ask your clients. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually work for Christy. And the other week, she just sent me the nicest message telling me all the things that she has seen as an improvement in her business since I've worked with her. And they were things that I never would have thought of because again, to me, that like easy suggestions, but for her, it's changed like her whole business. Um, you know, so it's like just asking your clients, like, or even as you suggested, if you ask them before they work with you, how they feel then, and then asking them after it doesn't only help you with like case studies and testimonials. It also helps you for yourself to be like, oh my God, I did that. Like I made them feel like that. And I really struggled to see the impact when I was doing the course. I was like, I don't know what value I bring. I just, you know, I just tell them something about social media. I don't know how that's helpful. I don't know if they're making money, but then 
Yeah. Even I have a client who has a spa and she was telling me like, all of our clients say like, oh my God, your Instagram's so much better now. And I, I read this about this. So I booked in and it's things like that. You can't measure on insights. It's like, you need yeah. that feedback and that personal, you yeah. know, one-to-one kind of thing. And it can be so easy just to get caught up in doing your same thing day in, day out and not actually extract the value that you're creating for your clients unless you ask, right? Like if you don't ask, you're not going to get that information. And I think that we can get caught up in not valuing what we do because we're not creating that space for that feedback. Totally. Love it. Amazing. I just want to open the floor now because I feel like we've uncovered so much already. So is there any other insights or any other surprises that, that came through the program that you'd love to share? And just whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll add to Jesse what Jesse just said with the value piece is because I think that that's where you find the confidence to raise your prices because when you think about the value that you offer to your clients it's really easy to charge your worth and so to really find the value in your clients and to do that customer research ask the customers you have now what they really love about what you do and then really bring that out in your marketing and that's that's exactly what will help you raise your prices and feel comfortable with it yeah so I agree and I think that sometimes you can get caught up in just comparing and you think without actually taking the time to go, well, actually, how am Mm. I different, right? What makes me different? What makes my business different? What makes what my customer experience different? We don't then see the value. Whereas if we try to go, well, there, it's not apples for apples, right? You're completely different. Like if I was to look at other uh, coaches in the same space for you, Danny, if you were to look and compare, there's no one else that does what you do in your area like at all, right? They don't look at the things that you look at for women's health. And I think that it's important that you're tapping into those uniquenesses and that's actually how you communicate the value because otherwise people are like well i'll just go get a pt session over here and and try to lose weight here whereas you're you're like well hang on a minute maybe i should be looking at my emotional eating before i even think about working Mm. out like there's so much more that goes into what you do i think that when you take the time to actually unpack that you're able to not only feel confident in selling yourself but you also be able to communicate Mm, that exactly and especially in my industry where in the wellness industry like there's people with you know, hundreds of thousands of followers or a million followers, but they actually don't offer what I offer. And before I started with this program, I would compare myself to them, but they only offer fitness or they only offer nutrition where I actually offer mindset first and then nutrition and then fitness is last. And that was something that I had to, you know, really dig deep to find by being a part of the program. So that was what really helped me. Yeah. Awesome. So good, Danny. What else, I was just going to add as well, like I think the comparison thing, especially on like social media, it's so hard, but with the followers as well, like um, there's so many pe- like followers could be anything. They could have paid for those followers. Like mm. they could be a lot of people change their personal Instagrams to businesses. So it might be that they had all their friends following them and now they've made a business like you just don't know. So you can never compare with numbers. Um, and with the value stuff that Danny was saying about like um, asking for that feedback that we were talking about before, even um, asking them what their pain points are or just like mm-hmm. listening to what they want. Like they tell you, like, you know, I'm sure with Danny, like if you have someone that you're in, like you're PTing them and then they start talking about, um, oh, you know, I'm finding it really hard because I keep overeating or whatever, then you might be like, okay, well, let's look at that. And it, it gives you ideas for other services. And it's, 
similar with all of us. Like you don't know, you might look at your competitors and be like, well, they offer this, so I'll offer that. But when you're actually talking to your customers and listening to them, you can then think of whole other services that you know there's a demand for because if they're feeling it and they need it, the chances are other people also need it. You know what I mean? 100%. And I think that also I just want to touch on as well, like uncovering and figuring out your burn rate and your thrive rate actually helps you look at your business from a whole other perspective rather than going and comparing of like what does success mean for me because like when we're comparing ourselves and you see other people on socials spruiking how much they make or what they you know how many customers they work with and all of that thing all of that stuff but you don't know whether they're actually profitable right at the end of the day if you're basing your pricing on what someone else is doing you could be setting yourself up to create an unsustainable business that's not profitable just because that's what they're charging right like you know, even I'm sure you've experienced this, Christy, as well. Like if you went and charge what everyone else is charging for earrings and you're doing the quality and the time that it takes for you to put together every single piece and just charge what they charge because they're like a two-piece earring, like you literally be setting yourself up I'd be eating too many noodles right? for the rest of my life, I think, and probably wouldn't be able to have a roof over my head. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think it's important that we stop and actually not look necessarily to competitors for price but notice what's in the market. Yes, absolutely. But be mindful that you're also uncovering your own uniqueness when it comes to creating your pricing and making sure that you feel good about it. Because at the end of the day, if you are starting to resent the work that you're doing and you're feeling absolutely exhausted because you're over delivering and undercharging, that's not sustainable. You're going to hate your business real quick. So that's why I'm so passionate about making sure that everyone's charging what they're worth and also making sure that they're charging that creates a profitable business. Otherwise you'll end up hating it and quitting. So good. Oh my God, ladies, you're amazing. I could talk about this all day. I would love to finish off with one last question. So for anyone who's listening that would like to, or is keen to actually start working on this, what would you tell them about Elevated and what would you say to them if they're thinking about jumping in? Uh, Jesse. Yeah, I would just say, um, you know, I was really keen after the, I did your masterclass and then I was like questioning myself, like, you know, do I need this? I don't know exactly what's involved. And I kind of went into a bit of a panic of like, yeah, just not knowing all the details, like typical control freak. And then I kind of just did it. Like I was like, you know what, I'm just (laughs) going to invest in myself. And I know it's going to be good because if I got that much value from just a what our masterclass, I knew it would be valuable. And I think like, yeah, going through, as I said, like being asked those questions that you know the answers too deep down, but you need to be asked and having the group as well was really good because like, you know, like for example, me and Danny, we do completely different things, but hearing issues she'd had or like scenarios she'd had and same with Christy, like I could still relate and they would bring up things that I wouldn't have even thought of asking that still related to me so much. So having that community support, everyone cheering each other on, Um, And I just think it's such a different course. Like there's so many either it's usually just like solely mindset and it can get really, really like spiritual and stuff, or it can be solely business. And you're like, okay, like they're really logical things, but I feel like that I need to go a bit deeper. So it's just the perfect blend of all of it. And I just think it's like, yeah, well worth the investment in yourself. Amazing. Thank you. Oh my God. What she said. I can't compete with that. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't hate me because you ain't me look i i believe that everything sort of comes to you at the right moment in time so if someone happens to see your page or your website or you know notification of this course and to me that's a definite yes from the universe and that may sound very hippy dippy 
But something that I've learned is things come to you for a reason. And I fully believe, you know, the way that I got here to this course, it was just meant to be because it has been absolutely life-changing. And I think if you're questioning it, it probably means that you need to do it. Um, because I remember looking at it going, uh, 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 and it's probably because it was triggering all of those money mindset things within me that I'd tucked away for so many years. And then it gotten to me this terrible place in my life where now, you know, that it's, that I've experienced it all and I've taken all the advice and I've, you know, met all these, as Jesse said, it was such a beautiful community of women and knowing that you're not alone as well, that other people are having these same issues. Um, yeah, just, just do it. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Christy. Really appreciated you being a part of the, a part of the group. And it was so beautiful to have um, all of you were so interacting, right? Like being able to be, you were so open and be able to have those conversations and also support each and every other person in the group was just beautiful to, to see. So thank you so much. Danny, do you want to share, what would you say to someone who's Vanessa, considering to doing something like this? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I, I would really say, like highly recommend it, just do it. Like if it comes into your zone, absolutely join. Because like we said, the community is what I really love too. Like we would speak about different things and be like, oh my goodness, you're my person, you know, because, you know, they'd be speaking about something that you were maybe too afraid to speak about. So it's really exciting in that aspect, but also like the mindset and the strategy in together because um for me for example I find strategy sometimes my mind just goes like it explodes because it's you know thinking about when we're talking about the burn rate and thrive rate like just even working out all of those numbers but because the mindset's there it's not as explosive if that makes sense so like coming into an a, like container like this is absolutely what's going to help you thrive in your business amazing amazing thank you so much Danny oh lovely ladies thank you so much for joining me today it's been such a pleasure I'm going to make sure that I share everyone's links for socials and websites and then also anyone who's listening that wants to know exactly what Dental Diva is about and also find out a little bit more about Oh Hello Social as well as Danny and the incredible work that you're doing with women and their and their weight and their health I think is super important so I'm going to share all of those links in the show notes so you can go check them out go hit, go hit follow check them all out and thank you so much for joining me and if you'd like to know more about the Elevated program the link is in the bio applications are open and I cannot wait to see you as the next Do round. Do it. Bye. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level. Bye.